Welcome to the BQBL Failcast for week 8, 2022. I'm Alex, he's Dr. Matthew, and this week uh, we saw a reversion to the first few weeks of the season, where once again Joseph was scoring uh, very few points and I was scoring all the points, and you were full of complaints. Yep, I've got a lot of complaints, but we should start with the good news first. Uh, for you, which is that uh, you had all the points, um, both <laughs> starting and on the bench. The only team that didn't score well didn't play. And yeah. So, to be fair, they still scored more points than my team. Well, and we, we were talking about sometimes BQBL is like BCBL, especially like I remember all the Hugh Jackson discussions where it's not clear that the quarterbacking was at fault as much as the coaching was clearly just terrible and terrible decisions were being made for unimaginable reasons. Um, Oakland this week, Oakland is not an NFL team. Las Vegas, excuse me. Um, uh, coached by Josh McDaniel, who yes. obviously is beyond reproach, right? Uh, obviously, uh, I know that he called offense for a number of teams in Super Bowl, so I, I assume, uh, he has that. Impeccable credentials. I mean, and technically, he is the only coach to ride Tim Tebow to a playoff win. Yes. So he's got at least knows a bit about scheming around your players, um, which is why, you know, I assume if you have uh, Devontae Adams, um, you would you would probably be throwing the ball to him um, like one of the more targeted players on your team. I mean, technically, they threw to him five times. Uh, yeah, technically, that was a tie for third most targets with uh, Amir Abdullah, who is still in the NFL, apparently, and Keelan Cole, uh, also apparently still in the NFL. Two players I remember from four or five years ago who did not become anything. Yeah, and the more you look at this Las Vegas team, like Mac Hollins, Keelan Cole, Amir Abdullah... um these are leftovers and maybe Josh McDaniels is, is the greatest leftover of them all, but somehow this team full of leftovers has two wins on the season. And they easily could have more. Oh, they, totally. yeah. So somehow this team has fallen apart. I mean, I, I thought that right. Hunter Renfro and Devonte Adams combined for fewer targets than Mac Collins. And this makes zero sense to me. Well, uh, or really the difference, anybody. of course, was that Mac Collins caught seven of eight, whereas Renfro caught one of two and Adams caught one of five. So maybe Carr was just throwing it to people who were going to catch the throws that he threw. The other thing we should keep in mind is that Carr only threw two thirds of the passes in this game because Jared Stitham uh, threw 13 passes of the 39 passes. Wait, how did you say Stitham? Did you put a TH in there? Stidham, yeah, I probably did. Stidham. Stidham, I hardly knew him. Uh, save it, save it for the title. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Now I can't use that. <laughs> Great. Um, yes, uh, but Derek Carr was benched. Um, with with a fair amount of time left to play in this game. Yeah, yeah. Did it, Any time that... Two drives, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, David. one drive. Well, 
Is it only one drive? 13 passes is a lot. Uh, it was a 14-play drive. Oh, look at that. And they listed him throw pretty much every um, play of the drive. At yeah. one time, he was sacked. So he didn't throw that one, but he was attempting to throw. Yeah, look at that. Okay, so he did, and he almost led them. He led them very close to a touchdown. Very close. Right. Um, of course, there are only so many two-yard throws to Amir Abdullah that you can throw <laughs> before time runs out. Yes. <laughs> also, the uh, the two-yard throw to Amir Abdullah with seven seconds left, uh, yeah, is not, and no timeouts. It's just, just uh, if only they had a bit more time. Two more. If only they had throws. Team Tebow. If they had Tebow, they would have won this game. Tebow, yes. If only they had Team Tebow. The number of times I've said that. Not very many. No, for the record. Not, not, very not many. many at all. Yeah, no. so, so Vegas... Um, um, anyway, yeah, that's they, a lot of discussion for a team that you didn't even start. Well, um, I mean, but, but Vegas, they were the high score. They were the high score. They lost. Um, the second highest score on the week, however, came from a team that did not lose, in fact, and is now in first place in their, in their <laughs> division. I feel like we've talked about this to you know every week that um typically the bad quarterback league was also the bad team league. Um and you wanted quarterbacks from teams that were bad because in general they did better. But <laughs> this year, somehow Tennessee has really um innovated in the art of just not throwing the fucking football. Um, they did. And to be fair, when you have Derrick Henry and you give it to him 32 times for 219 yards, I get that you don't really need to throw the ball. But Malik Willis threw the ball 10 times for 55 yards. <laughs> and I feel like Tennessee's not the only team that's doing it because Carolina, when they do win, is also yeah. doing this. Is also doing it. Yep. Yeah. And it uh, feels Atlanta, like multiple Atlanta teams want to do been this. winning games doing this as well. Yeah, Chicago has been trying to do this to some Chicago, extent. The Giants do this some. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you know, we're talking about Tannehill, Malik Willis. We're talking about Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, PJ Walker. We're talking about Justin Fields. I understand. <laughs> They're like, hold on. What if, and hear me out, what if instead of throwing the ball, we don't? <laughs> and... It, it it occasionally, and this year more than occasionally, works from an offensive perspective, but you do need to have a good running back. And, you know, those teams have Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey up until this week on Carolina. Yes. And, well, Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery, but a, a pretty good offensive line, um, plus a rushing quarterback in Chicago. So I get it. Um, but Malik Willis, yeah, like you said, Six pass, six completions for 55 yards and no touchdowns. Uh, that's points, ladies and gentlemen. It is 50 of them. Yeah, a, a lot of points. Um, yeah, it's it's a new, a whole new paradigm of draft teams with good running backs and suspect quarterbacks because even if they win, they can still score a boatload. Yeah. The, uh, and that was enough. I mean, that 50 would have been enough to win you the week just on its own. Uh, it was a low-scoring week in general. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so that 50, the, the next highest score was 32, which was a tie uh, with Chicago, which was the other team that you started. Mm. Yeah, and this was a, um, there was a benching 
albeit just for like the very end of the game um, here, uh, Chicago was ha- had lost this game by halftime. You know, they were down 28-17. They didn't look particularly good. Um, Dak looked fine. And um, Tony Pollard was running all over the the Chicago defense. Yes. So all Dallas needed to do is hold serve in the second half, and they did. Um, eventually, Fields, who wasn't terrible, he didn't throw any picks. In fact, no turnovers for Chicago, which I think is good. Um, plus 60 yards um, rushing for Fields and three touchdowns. Like, he's not playing all that badly. Um, yeah, and this how- game, I mean, they climbed back to – they scored a touchdown in the, at the beginning of the second half. They were they were down five, 28 to 23, and then the Cowboys came down, scored a touchdown. David Montgomery fumbled, and it was returned for a touchdown, and uh, that was pretty much the game. But, you know, the, Bear, the Bears even came back and scored another touchdown after that. It, it just – it didn't quite have it. Yeah, and and you have to wonder, is Chicago going to be as frisky – without Roquan Smith and without um, uh, Robert Quinn. Yeah. Well, what are they going to do? Give up more than 49 points? Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) Uh, I I mean, whatever it is, I'm here for it. Um, Justin Fields looks, looks fun, at least as a quarterback. Um, Someone, someone mentioned that he looked like a kind of early career Jalen Hurts, um, which I'm also here for. Yeah. Uh, no, he's looked he's looked good. It's but it's impressive that he's still putting up the BQBO points even uh, even in spite of that. Yeah, I mean, it was this week. It was almost all points due to the benching, though. Yeah. Um, so yep. you know, not not his usual method of scoring points. Um, no. The other team that scored thirty two was the Pittsburgh Steelers, led by a rookie quarterback. Um, in fact, the only well, one of the two rookie quarterbacks to start this week. We already mentioned Malik Willis. Um, who they barely took the training wheels off of like they, they didn't they let him drive but like only in the parking lot that was like his version um whereas uh Kenny Pickett they they let go out on the highway and they had to because they're playing the Eagles so you know that they had to do some they had they were gonna have to pull something out to make this work um they did not um they did pull out a Chase Claypool touchdown pass they did, and then they traded him. But yeah. uh, <laughs> well, because they were afraid he was the best quarterback on the team. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, um, Pickett had yeah. a little bit of rushing, but um, his passing under two hundred yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. Uh, and then, in addition to that, uh, he fumbled twice, lost one of them. Um, he could have scored another uh, another ten points, but he had a twenty-five yard pass too. Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool, gotta get rid of him. Yep. So, Absolutely. so you, you, I mean, if you're, if you're Nick, you're probably pretty pleased with what you're seeing out of Pittsburgh so far. Um, mm-hmm. This week it was a 32, last week a 30, the week before that a zero. So you know it's not all perfect, but the week before that was a 11. You know Pittsburgh is uh, and the week before that's a 75. You know, so you got some good scores coming in from from Kenny Pickett, and that first week was the benching. So yes. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see what Pickett, you know, puts up on the season. Um, clearly, the 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 other, you know, the next best score um, that I didn't start. 
or have, nice, I should say. Nice to see, nice to see, you know, rookie growing pains uh, in BQBL. You mentioned the, the other rookie who started, and I, and I was about to correct you, but I keep forgetting that Sam Ellinger is not a rookie. He's the second year. Um, he was just so off the radar as a rookie that I forgot um, he existed um, until this year. But but Sarah got a, a Sam Ellinger start out of Indy, which held lots of promise. Yet he went, they let him throw some too. He went over 200 yards and almost won the game. Yeah, he did have one fumble. So that was his his kind of mistake. Um, but he played a, a, a relatively air-free game. Um, the... Uh, you know, in the second half, he had a touchdown relatively late, um, but he couldn't deliver on the final two drives of the game. And as such, um, you know, they, they weren't able to kind of to 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 beat the commanders. Um, by the way, the commanders under uh, Taylor Hinky, three and oh. Yeah, I, I believe it's Heineke. I, I don't think you've ever corrected me on that before. Really? No, uh, definitely no. not. I think like every definitely... single time, just only every single time. <laughs> You've corrected me every week. Yes, only every week. Only uh, every week. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, he- Heineke is is frisky. He threw for a touchdown. He ran for a touchdown. He was their leading leading rusher, uh, leading passer. Sadly, um, is not not no Christian McCaffrey was not able to 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 lead them uh, and and score a receiving touchdown, but. Um, was able to get a game-winning drive, and that resulted in a negative 10 for Jake, um, which hurt his 27 uh, that he got from the Jets in what was a, just a, an excellent, excellent BQBL performance all around by Zach Wilson. He did throw for 355 yards, but he did not look good doing it whatsoever. Um, he threw three interceptions, one of which he was trying to throw away mm-hmm. and, uh, and failed to get out of bounds. Um, so that was that was remarkable. Yeah, he was a uh, he was one touchdown short of a Jameis. Um, oh, you know, it was. that's it, true. And you know, while we're talking about second year quarterbacks, um, you know, Zach Wilson has really in recent weeks just looked abysmal, and it, it gives me hope for the future. Because um, when a guy like Ellinger comes in and plays okay. Or when like Bailey Zappi comes in and plays okay, I get worried. <laughs> yes. Like, how are these no-name guys who were so far off the radar that you got to look up how to spell their name and how to pronounce it? You know, someone named Inky also comes to mind. But <laughs> um, how are these guys having fine games and winning games? Whereas like what happened to rookie quarterbacks just absolutely sucking? And then Zach Wilson restores all my faith. Yeah, and, and really, all you need to do is play for the Jets. Um, do you read? Uh, do you read the Ringers recap every week? Uh, no. Should I? No. I just I enjoyed the. Um, I think Roger Sherman writes a lot, and he he always entertains me. But he he uh, he had the stat that um, that in 2019 quarterbacks went 784 for 784 successfully throwing the ball away, 719 for 719 in 2020, and this season. It's now 371 for 372 on successfully throwing the ball away. Oh, Zach. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not going to make the joke you think I'm going to make. Okay. But 
I like how you you somehow expect that I can know I, I have any idea what you're gonna say at any point. I I mean, maybe he just locked eyes with someone in the crowd. <laughs> someone, you know, maybe in their late 30s, early 40s, maybe even early 50s, taught, been to the gym, yoga pants, distracting. Distracting. Um yeah. I'd, Fine. Um, I did make the joke. You, you made, made me do it. Yeah. I, I, I hate you for making me do that. Uh, Mac Jones, who was his opponent in that game, yeah. also bad. Um, you know, <laughs> turned the ball over once, had an additional fumble, no long passes, just, you know, kind of threw the ball mostly to Ramondre Stevenson. Like, th this, this game was New England with virtually a bare cupboard on offense. You know, they, they have... I said that the the Las Vegas Raiders had a, a team full of leftovers. This team potentially has more leftovers than anyone else. Um, I know they paid a lot for Hunter Henry, so I won't count him, but Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker, Nelson Aguilar, Jonu Smith. That's like an all-star team of guys that you were disappointed that you drafted in fantasy football. Yes. Yeah, no, that's it's a it's pretty awful, and they spent a lot of money on that. Oh, so a, a, a murderer's row of pathetic players. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that was that was twenty three. So Sarah got fifteen uh, from Indy, twenty three from New England. So Sarah finished second this week to you. Um, so a good good job there. Yeah, edged uh, you by I, one point. Um, and, and and we should we should know that beat, Sarah yeah. had to make it had to make a decision. Yes. Indy or Houston. And she picked correctly. She yeah. benched Houston against Tennessee. And I don't know if I would have had this, the stones to do it, but uh, Houston scored 11, Indy scored 15, and those four points made the difference in one win. So good work, Sarah. Um, yeah, just barely beat Nick. Oh, barely. sorry. It was Nick, not you. Apologies. Yeah. You're the one yeah. with all the complaints and the negative five. Uh, I had the negative score. Um, yes, I, uh, I did, in fact, beat Joe who did not start Jacksonville, which would have his best option, but got negative 13 from Miami um, and zero from Dallas, despite the fact that Dallas scored 49. Uh, they, they were only a zero in BQBL. The, uh, yeah, so I finished with negative five. Oh, but, uh, uh, please don't leave out Denver. Um, the much maligned Denver. Oh, yeah. Negative 10? A, a negative 10 in England, in London town. Um finally russell wilson putting together a game that is not just horrible and really it was just the game-winning drive that just game-winning right? drive basically yeah, yeah. that yep. was all that it was um but anyway russ did not submit teams this week um mm. but he did still beat both me and joe uh because his options were uh the giants cincinnati baltimore each of which scored over 10 and then detroit which scored negative four this week so he finished with six uh, which is good for two wins not bad considering he did not uh start a team i meanwhile started tampa bay and atlanta on purpose on purpose on purpose i started both of them uh, <laughs> atlanta, I, I like the, the way you said that twice where the first time was a question and the second time <laughs> was a resigned <laughs> statement <laughs> tampa i i didn't feel great about because i didn't trust the baltimore defense but it was Thursday night, and Thursday night games are always a mess, and, and Brady was a mess. Tampa Tampa looked like a mess for most of that game. They looked terrible. And then, um, you know, right at the end, 
They mounted a, a, a last drive at the game that was totally meaningless. Brady had a touchdown on a fourth and eight or something. Uh, that was, uh, anyway, total garbage. Uh, as a result, he finished over 300 yards with a touchdown. Um, that cost me 14 points, and I'm not happy about it. Um, in the other game, <laughs> Atlanta and Carolina. <laughs> Atlanta and Carolina were playing each other, and uh, I felt like I made the right decision starting. Oh, yeah, Carolina, <laughs> Carolina defense seemed good, um, and uh, especially when Carolina threw what looked like a game-winning pass to DJ Moore, uh, I was feeling great about my decision. <laughs> Sorry, this this ending is so funny because I don't know if everyone knows how this went. <laughs> I'm sure that everyone has heard about the fact that DJ Moore took his helmet off because it's been everywhere. I think, but um, but like I don't know if they realize the 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 BQBL implications because if that had if they if DJ Moore hadn't ripped his helmet off, drawing a penalty, even though he was off the field, he was out of bounds when he did it. So if he hadn't, it would have been a shorter extra point, which maybe, maybe the kicker would have made. Yeah. So Eddie Pinheiro missed the extra point and the game. So that would have been a game-winning drive, game-winning touchdown drive for Carolina. Yes. Instead, it went to overtime. And you know what? It would have been fine because you know what happened in overtime? The first drive, the Falcons got the ball and Mariota throws an interception. It was returned to the 20-yard line. It was a textbook game-killing interception. And over time, I was going to get 10 extra points because of DJ Moore taking his helmet off. All and they you, were, to... you were overjoyed. I was, I was happy. I mean, let's be honest. I wasn't watching this game because Falcons, Panthers, who the hell cares? But um, I was very happy. Uh, about this, but instead, um, <laughs> Eddie Pinheiro, Eddie Pinheiro comes back off the wings to really <laughs> give it to you twice. <laughs> Somehow, uh, Eddie Pinheiro looked you dead in the field eyes field. and said, "This is not going to be your day," and it wasn't. No, thirty-two yard field goal. Field goal. Um, and so yeah, so then the Falcons got the ball back with with almost six minutes left. Uh, went down, game-winning field goal, lost ten points. They finished at negative one, and I still feel like I made the right decision. Um, my only regret, I think, is that I did say for a long time that I was going to start Arizona this week because um, Call of Duty just came out. Mm -hmm. um, so I had talked about that for a while. I did not make that decision. It turns out it, it would have been it would have been better than either of the teams that I started, even though Kyler didn't play poorly. Um, but I need to remember this week I need to start Kyler because at least he's got a full week of Call of Duty to be playing. Um, so, so mark that down right now. I'm starting them. Yeah. Are, are you really going to though? Yes, absolutely going to start them. Okay. I, yes. I mean, you have to buy the narrative, right? Yeah. Got to buy the narrative. They're playing the Seahawks. Yeah. Going to do it. Yeah. Um, I think we covered all of the the big kind of goings on. Somehow, how does San Francisco score a zero? That doesn't seem possible. They didn't uh, play great, did they? Oh uh, well, yeah, Christian McCaffrey uh, threw for a touchdown and ran for a touchdown and caught a touchdown. Oh yes, indeed. So Garoppolo didn't actually have to do anything. Yeah, Garoppolo didn't have to do anything, uh, but he was able to throw it a bunch to uh, McCaffrey, and that was good. Yeah, nine targets. So yeah, this was um, this was definitely getting a new toy and playing with it all day. 
for San oh, yeah. Francisco. Kyle Shanahan was super excited about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's uh, is there anything else that we haven't covered? Um, I don't think so. So you won the week with uh, 82. Uh, we, we mentioned that Sarah just beat out Nick for, for second. Nick finished third. Um, and then Jake, who was leading, finished fourth. Um, three points ahead of Will, uh, who actually got an excellent start out of Buffalo. I, I should give him credit there. He started Buffalo, got 14 points. Um, you mentioned the zero from San Francisco, but but that was enough to give him three wins. So, so good job getting a start there. Um, Russ, who didn't submit two wins. Uh, I finished with one and Joe finished with zero. And that means on the season, Alex, you're back in the lead. Back in the saddle again. Yes. The, uh, the standings are Alex at 38 and a half, Jake at 37 wins, Will at 31. Matthew, you're a, you're over a week back of the leaders at 29 and a half. Sarah's got 27. Joseph and Nick both have 22 and Russ has 17. He's now been doubled up by the top of the um, standings. Um, what happens now? I can't remember. Um, I think let's let's go see if Kyler Murray wants to play Call of Duty. That's true. You know what my username is? I do not. It's Millen Forever. <laughs> well, um, I'll, I will see you guys in the... Uh, uh, what do you call that thing before you get into the game? I don't even know the the ante room, the uh, whatever it is, the the place where you're waiting for the Call of Duty game to start. I'll see you guys there. Um, Millen forever. Millen. Thanks, thanks for listening, and uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>